challenges with your hosts, Nate Dog and Connor Freakman Henry. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're a very special pod. Freakman here with Nate Dog and very special guest. Very. Wins Max. Destined for relegation. The Alaskan shitbox. The bad beat bears. <laughs> the salt of the swat. The colossus of clout. The great one. The one who will never make it to playoffs, question mark? Or is that all about to change? Because it's Jason Lynch. His team's nice. His team's on a tear. We thought it was over, and it might not be over. What's up, Jason? How we doing, boys? It's definitely not over. Definitely not. First appearance on the pod. He's breaking the curse. Fuck the Red Sox. Fuck the Cubs. There is no curse. We're going to put it down. He's on the podcast. And if his team goes on to win the ship, I'm going to take all credit. It's because we started this podcast. We gave you the good juju. Here you are. That's what's going to happen. I had to I had to wash all the bad juju off me. I, I told myself a long time ago that I was never going to get on this podcast until I had a good record, a solid team. I was beating people so I could come on here and talk a lot of shit. But, you know, just I feel like that put a bad a bad vibe to my team for the last, I don't know, three years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes we're wiping you need, the plate. Sometimes you need to have a great team and a winning record, and sometimes you just got to beat Armando, and that's what you did. So here you are, <laughs> Mondo. I love you. You still owe me uh, three shots, and you know the rules. If you don't do it by what is it Sunday game time Sunday, uh, it doubles immediately. Double up. Yep. So uh, I better get to it, bud. Well, for the record, Steph with a shot tomorrow. Open invite. Uh, I'm sure yeah. he'll have a he'll have a good chance to take his shots then. And I would love to see uh, an early three and then like a good 10, 10 three ball game for Steph Curry. And uh, just have a nice just have a nice casual thirteen to fourteen shot evening. He would wake up in the bathroom on the floor. Yeah, you guys can <laughs> deal with that. Jeez, Jason, wouldn't face you football. <laughs> No, no, you didn't. Are you surprised? <laughs> Jason, give us your thoughts so far this year. What you think about the league, your team, maybe some of your history. You know, it's your first time on the pod. I just want to open the floor up to you a little bit and give us, you know, we all get your texts in all caps on Sundays. <laughs> but what are the other things you haven't said that, you know, now is the time for you to say? So I actually have a nice list that I've been keeping since week one, since I've been dealing with this for three years of just some of the bad beats and bullshit that I have to deal with. And I just want to run through just a few of them here. Um, so started off week one, just immediately fresh out the gates, a nice one point, what was it? 1.28 point loss to Cole, who should not be undefeated. <clears throat> I had Tom Brady. He had Dallas defense late game. Tom Brady throws a pick, four-point swing. I lose by 1.28. Just unreal. Uh, week two, that was the week that, you know, Cole said, Kirk's got this. Not a big deal. Kirk's going to win the game for you. Kirk goes on to throw, like, three interceptions after that. They're on the last drive, and, Connor, I'm not throwing you in there, but you did say, Kirk's driving <laughs> down. He's going to score this fucking touchdown, and you're going to win. And then they get to, like, the – 10-yard line on third down with plenty of time to go for it, and they just walk off the field. They didn't even attempt to score a touchdown. They were like, fuck this, we're done. Uh, week three, I didn't really have an excuse. I got beat by a lot of points. Um, week five was Josh Allen's historic game against, I don't know, the Steelers or something, where he had like six touchdowns in the first half and like 700 yards. Uh, week six, Dylan's shit team woke up. They scored like 67 the week after he put up a million points on me for the win. Week seven, I beat anybody, anybody in the league except for Connor after he has Kenneth Walker and uh, Austin Eckler just get some ridiculous late touchdowns. But you know what? All that's behind me. 
I've deleted the notes. It's gone. I no longer have it around me. <laughs> yes, sir. It's been good though, dude. Team team's looking up. You know, everything's everything's starting to fall into place. It might be a little late, but I'm putting in the good juju for the rest of the year and next year. You know, I got to get a jump on next year and get as much of an edge as I can now. There it is. There it is. You hear it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The Bad Beat Bears is about to become the big boy ballers because (laughs) Jason is coming. That was quite the list. I mean, I knew, like, all of them individually, but when read out like that, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. The name name Bad Beat Bears (laughs) just seems very appropriate now, doesn't it? Yeah. we're We're not even touching on last year and the year prior. You oh, could probably I'm, have a you could have a self help novel written by now. I have a very short memory when it comes to the the previous years. Oh my lord! Um, David Pierce just had a nice turn. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Last few years, I had a very short memory. Forgot all about them. Sometimes people come on the pod and they talk about it, and I just have no idea what they're talking about. I just remember the the uh, the record, and that's only because ESPN decided to shove it in my face and show everybody so you know <laughs> one of the worst things they ever did was bring out that league history but it yeah. was great at the same time you know well let's uh let's go back and you know we don't have to go too deep into history but let's talk about last week let's talk about last week's matchups and we can start jason with your second win of the year a convincing solid dominant win over, sorry, bud, Armando. That, that must have felt good. Oh yeah, watching watching AJ Brown catch his first <laughs> touchdown was like, damn, that was a good touchdown. He he really earned that one. Watching him catch that second one, I was like, damn, Jalen Hurts put that on a dime, and then he did it again for a third one, and I I was just my mind was blown. And D Hop is doing exactly what I thought D Hop was going to do coming back from injury. He's been itching to play. He's been healthy. Kyler Murray's just been waiting to get a receiver like him back on the field. So, I mean, those two together put up, like, almost 60 points for me, which is just, oh, it was beautiful, you know? It almost breaks a tear to my eye. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, A.J. Brown had a touchdown for each shot that you gave Armando. How many, <laughs> how many shots has he done this year? He has to be the league leader. Like, we, we got to be, like, somewhere in the teens at least. And oh, absolutely. That was a beatdown. This was a beatdown. This was no no chance. Like, he knew. He knew Sunday at, like, 11 a.m. He's like, oh, shit. He, he's the one that offered the bet, too. When I saw him in the office down here, he goes, you want to bet on this game? And I was like, yes, I do. Immediately, <laughs> yes, I do. I think he would, yeah. love for us, he would love for us to think he doesn't like these shot bets, but he loves these shot bets. Just an excuse to drink. We all know what yeah. being a maintenance supervisor does to you. You know, <laughs> just makes you want to fucking hammer down the alcohol. You do, you do. And on a you know Wednesday, Thursday, it's tough to go home and you know tell your girl like, hey, I just need to take five or six shots. But if you tell her <laughs> you lost a bet and you just go for it, there it is, and you got a freebie. Josh knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it's like I can't. I made a bet. Do you want me to do five on a Wednesday or ten on a Sunday morning? It's your choice. Uh, <laughs> no, but that, that, yeah, that was a that was a good week by the Bad Beat Bears. Definitely a definitely a statement win. Was a statement win, and you know, if we're going to talk about statement wins, we basically had them across the board. I would like to make an argument that Nick didn't make a statement win against me. Less than twenty points. I would say across- that's the only like iffy one as far as statement wins go. But everyone else, I mean, that's a that's a big range. Forty eight points for Josh, forty seven points for Dylan. I don't even want to do the math on how bad Cole beat you, Connor. I just don't think uh, it was a rough week. It was a rough Looks week like for a everyone good old else. Seventy Connor. seventy points right there. Almost what, about what Armando scored. Me and Mondo as a unit <laughs> could it be Cole? <laughs> just barely. A unit, we're great. Barely. Yeah, barely. I do want to point out though. Just looking at these scores and how they are all matched up, like let's say if Dylan played Cole and he lost by like point three points when he put up one fifty nine, 
I don't even know if I could talk about on the pod. I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid he'd find me. And he'd do something violent to me because of how mad he would have been. Because that, that would have been a bad beat of the century. And just like, you know, like let's say if Jason played Josh and Josh loses 128 and then Isaac beats Mondo like 87-7. So, you know, sometimes it's not how many points you score, it's how much your opponent does. But it's, this was a, a week of beatdowns. It beat was down. a week of yeah. beatdowns. How do you feel? Uh, I mean, you had the worst one, Freak Man. How are you uh, feeling right now? It kind of, I don't know, like going into the week, I'm like, oh, man, Cole's undefeated. I'm on a four-game win streak. I think I can bring like the, I can be like one game back if I win. I'm like, this is what I consider the marquee match for the week. And I'm like, and I have Nick Chubb on Monday. I'm like, I, I love having a player on Monday night when he doesn't. And then I can go in and be like, I know exactly what I need. Like, let's say I need 10, 15 points. So I can root for it. Well, come Monday, I'm down 95 points. <laughs> just like, it just kind of, it just kind of took it out of the game for me to be, I'm like, oh man. And Chubb had a good game, 101 yards, two TDs. Like he usually does, but I'm just like, fuck. Well, I'm like, the only saving grace, I'm like, there's a chance I'm not scrub of the week thanks to Nick Chubb's performance. But yeah, it was, 89 is not good. It's not terrible, but it's definitely not good. And 159 is, I mean, I caught the Derrick Henry. Running against Houston game. I feel like I'm usually catching those games. Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry, and Tony Pollard would have beat you by themselves. (laughs) They had like five touch, nine touchdowns between the three of them. Almost all of them scored 30 points apiece. Derrick Henry almost had 40, which is just insane, especially with uh, some of the grief Cole was getting for taking him second, I believe, overall. You know, he he, he does get, he, he can get hurt. He he has such a high volume all year long that it's like, I mean, how many times can a dude get hit by other NFL players before he starts to slow down? Apparently a lot, like a lot. Because yeah. he carried the ball, what, like 32 times? Sheesh. That's wild. And, but, yeah. I mean, it is Derrick Henry. He's a massive human being, so. He is massive, and I thought, I'm like, oh, Travis Kelsey's on a bye. I'm, like, matching up with Cole at the right time. Here we go. Win streak over. But, nope. no, that was that was a, a reference some pop, pop culture thing where someone's violently murdered. That's what happened to me. Um, <laughs> whatever, so, whatever. Insert whatever, whatever it was. You fill in blank. Put in blank, you know. Um, I was also interested about the Josh and Isaac's matchup because we spent some time last week talking about how it's just like, you know what? Isaac could be on the rise. We like his team. Watch him, you know, play a bit of a spoiler, bring Josh down to like a game within first, uh, just a game ahead, a game lead in the division. And Isaac would only be like two back. And I was left thoroughly disappointed. When he, I mean, Isaac, Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs, I mean, we're talking about, you know, Josh Jacobs has been on an absolute tear, and Jonathan Taylor was basically the undisputed number one overall pick for almost every draft. And they combine yep. to only get 11 points. Like, that's that's really not what you're looking for. It's going to hurt you, especially against Josh. You had a decent, you know, matchup. His kicker scored more points than those guys combined. His kicker did, and, and Isaac has <laughs> one of Isaac has one of the, you know, more reliable kickers in the game, and his kicker got zero. <laughs> one extra point, one missed field goal. That's rough. The Bengals as a whole did not look good. I really no. thought that I had a shot at getting up into the one 150s with uh, the other big hitters this week, and then Joe Mixon put up a solid 27 yards, got me a nice 5.9 total points. The Bengals just in general shit the bed. Yeah, I, yeah you're you're telling me I needed <laughs> Joe Burrow to come do Joe Burrow things. And I'm pretty sure he had like two fantasy points at halftime. He it's a mess. It's a mess. And it was all bad for me. I didn't have a good week. I still put up ninety seven points. Not that good of a week, thanks to Deonta Foreman, who I Swiftly claimed off of waivers after the McCaffrey trade. 
that worked out for me. And if you're going to get 30, almost 34 points from your flex spot, I would assume you're probably in a pretty good chance to win. But the Atlanta defense lets DJ Moore go for a 62-yard touchdown to finish the game. It's, it's, a, it's a Hail Mary. It's a Hail Mary. You have three deep. How do you have three deep and you don't cover the fucking end zone and you let DJ Moore catch that pass? I don't know how that happens. That's a 12.2-point swing, and you send it to overtime to just give him more chances? Just just for Carolina to lose the game, too. <laughs> DJ That's Moore deserves choices. everything that fucking happened to him. DJ Moore deserves everything that happened to him. They should stone him in the streets for taking his helmet off, okay. catching that bullshit bass. The, the, po- the podcast off-air advocating violence banned. <laughs> We're going to have to go on some, I don't know, unnamed app. Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> can can, can I give way. you a devil's advocate, though? Can I give you yes. a devil's advocate yes. there? Devontae Adams had 0.2 points. So you average just two wide receivers. That's like 11 points each. If you, if I told you, hey, Devontae Adams is going to have 0.2 points, you'd be like, sign me up for a fucking win. And I just realized now his kicker had 21 points. His kicker yeah, his, had his 21 points. That was the difference. Uh-huh. That was the difference. He outscored – you lost by 18. His kicker outscored yours by 18. There you go. Yeah, that's the difference. His, his kicker outscored everybody on your team but Dr. Foreman. Yeah, it was a rough – you know, that's – given my score, it was a rough week for me to still get 98. Kind of amazing. And I mean, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm looking DeAndre, at DeAndre. The math doesn't look right to hit 98. <laughs> Foreman. It's all Foreman. It's all Foreman. It's Foreman. But Jamal Williams. I mean, Swift came back for this game with the Lions, and somehow Williams still manages two touchdowns. Also, it hurts. Well, it hurts. Detroit. It's the one. It's the one semi-close game from this week. I could have pulled it out even on Monday if Burrow would have had this is about thirty points, thirty-one points, which is a lot, but he's done it. That tanked, and his fucking kicker and DJ Moore put me away. So I am now in must-win territory. I think we'll talk about yeah, that I later. Was, I, was, I was going to say, and we can talk about it later, but since a little, little fear, little panic. In the voice, in the uncharted territory. Must win. It's absolutely must win this week. I play Mondo. We have a shot bet on it. So we'll see if Mondo uh, cranks Ooh. those shot numbers up to the 20s, maybe. Well, we got He's won, like, what, one shot bet? I think so. He's won one, and it was against me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was on my game, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> that, probably, that probably makes you feel real good. Um we should probably touch on the touch on the last game. Dylan one fifty nine, Lamar one twelve. Lamar not a bad week, but the just ran to the buzzsaw of Tua McCaffrey who threw, caught, and ran for a touchdown. Kamara <laughs> Waddle, Ramondre Stevenson, even you know, good game from the kicker. It was just just a brutal thrashing throughout the board uh, from Dylan's part. And like I said, yeah, not terrible for Lamar, but nobody's beating Dylan that week unless you're Cole. So. Do you think this is is this Cole's team waking up or is this Cole's team on you know steroids? I don't I mean I like the 159? Yeah, well yeah, I, I mean not not that he's going to average <clears throat> this, but I I'm my question is do you think Cole's team is a very serious threat right now or do you think this is just a boom kind of game? No, it's a threat. I think this is yeah. a boom kind of game. I mean, he's a good. He's, his team is good, but for Tony Pollard to come in out of nowhere, I, I, I mean, I think Tony Pollard should be the starter over Zeke, anyways, because Zeke has been having just a god awful year. Um, but 131 yards and three touchdowns in a pickup spot on his flex. Derrick Henry having over 200 yards. Jalen Hurts just having a almost near perfect game at 285 yards and four touchdowns. I don't. I'm not saying his team is bad at all. I definitely think he has one of the better teams in the league, if not the best team in the league. But I don't see him putting up numbers like that every week. Maybe maybe high one 
you know, almost 120, but not 160. Well, that's Cole's team you're referencing, and Cole's team has put up more points. What was it? Did we talk about it last week? He's had more games over, I think, what, 138 than he has had underneath 90. He has a better chance of scoring over, like, 130 than he does of scoring less than 90. I mean, the team's stacked. Like, don't get me wrong. It's stacked. He's definitely the favorite to win the league. Um, and he's 8-0. You know, we say he had that close game against Jason week one and then wins with 70 in week six. So you could say, like, his, his expected wins are probably 7-1, 6-2 to 8-0, you know, that area. But, I mean, he's one of those games for a reason. That team's good. Team's Nate, good. you were saying you were saying is Cole's team waking up. Were you? Did you mean Dylan's team? No, Dylan's team waking up, yeah. Oh, okay. You definitely said Cole's team. That's why I was Dylan's talking about Dylan's team. team. My, yeah, but, my mug's up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think his team is definitely waking up a bit. He His team was seriously underperforming the first few weeks. I I I thought his team was a lot better than what his score was. So seeing McCaffrey get traded and now start to do better, Kamara's waking up and starting to produce a bit more to a, you know, he was gone for a few weeks after getting just the absolute shit knocked out of him. Um, Jalen Waddle's good. I know he wishes he played DK Metcalf, but Metcalf was questionable and injured all, all week leading up to the game. So I don't really blame him on that one. But yeah, and I mean, Ramondre's, Ramondre, I think I'm saying that right. Ramondre Stevenson yeah. has been just the most consistent player on his team, scoring above 10, 12 points, all but like three weeks, and two of which were the first two weeks of the season. So, you know, you give him a break. So he's, his team's definitely getting, starting to put up the points that he should be. I mean, not 159, don't get me wrong, but. You know, he's been he's been trying to wheel and deal. He's been trying to wheel and deal Ramondre Stevenson away. Have you guys gotten offers for that? Because I have. Well, this yeah, guy's he's... tough to deal with. First of all, good luck, Dylan. <laughs> he offered he offered uh, to try and get um, where he mostered off me, but we were kind of talking through it, and it just didn't make sense because then he has too much riding on the Dolphins. If the Dolphins have a good game, then he has a really good game. If the Dolphins have just an absolute piss poor week, like the Raiders just did, then he's going to have the exact same week. <clears throat> so he ended up not not offering anything I wanted. But <sighs> yeah, he's been trying to deal him for a while now. I have to uh, I have to make a, a just a random comment here. Uh, so it's halftime, right? It's Thursday. We're watching this Thursday night football. It's halftime, and Jake Elliott. Misses a 54-yard field goal to keep the game tied at halftime. So he's chilling at one point right now at the half. <clears throat> Last week, my kicker had three points. The week before that, my kicker had also three points. The week before that, my <laughs> kicker had four points. The week before that, my kicker had one point. The week before that, my kicker had five points. The week before that, my kicker had two points. The week before that, my kicker had one point. I don't know what to do here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Are you changing kickers? Is that what the yes. problem is? Are you changing yes. them often? I'm changing. You gotta, you gotta. I'm changing kickers. I'll trade you, Bucker. Who's gonna Who's gonna on your team? And ladies and gentlemen, just to be clear, his face and the facial expressions are matching the panic in his voice. <laughs> it's it's st- the, the cracks in the wall are becoming wider. The three years of dominance and of, oh, I'm new to fantasy football, bow down. I'm just smarter and better than all you, which, to be fair, he's never said, but through his winning, as implied, it's over. His actions said it. Actions it's must very win. Much it's words. must win. It's, it's not over. Next week, if I lose this week to Armando, write me off. Write me off. I'm out. I'm done. My season's over. It's over. Cam Makers is trash. It's over. If I win this week, I will move to a not super great, but not the worst four and five with a long season left. And who knows? 
Well, I, I do think Mondo's season, uh, Mondo's team's tr- uh, trending down. I think I uh, losing Brees Hall to an ACL and then having Najee Harris, which has been the worst first round pick out of all of us. Um, that I think that's it. That's basically that's enough right there to say okay, you're you're gonna have a really tough time to make the playoffs. And he's he's four hundred. I'm sorry, he's five hundred. He's four and four. And I just I think it's trending down and. Sorry, bud. I think I see a lot of fireball shots in your future. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. That kind of sounds like a kind of sounds like a nice future. Gotta be honest. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about. We kind of hit on some trades. Let's talk about trades, huh? Let's let's start with the NFL trades and just see what you guys think about these and kind of how the league responded to them. Jason, I know you can agree with me that we love this TJ Hawkinson trade to the Vikings, baby. Oh yeah. I saw today. He said. He said. Uh, for the first time in his career, he could finally say he's ready to start winning some games. So, you know, I'm ready to, baby. Kirk almost has no excuse now at this point with all the offensive weapons that he has. It's, you know, it's hard to be shit. But to his credit, I mean, we're 5-1. and one. Whatever it takes, he's winning games. He's Even if it's the defense doing a lot, he's still, you know, scoring enough points to win the game. So, you got to love it. I'm excited. I'm calling it now. Eagles Vikings NFC Championship rematch of week two. I'm I'm not going to say who wins because the Eagles are. Uh, I mean, other than tonight, obviously fucking tied with the Texans. Uh, but other than that, the Eagles have been very tough tough matchup for a lot of teams this year. So, but I'm I'm calling it Vikings are going. Yeah, and on the back of T.J. Hawkinson, who starts putting up 15 to 20 a game for me and brings me back into playoff contention. Uh, let's move along. The Colts picked up Naheem Hines. What do you guys think about that one? Do you think that matters? Do you think it doesn't really matter? I picked him he up. Was, he's wait, on my roster. Did he go to Buffalo? Or Buffalo. I apologize. He yeah, went from the Colts to Buffalo. Yep. Yeah. Buffalo's always been kind of a running back by committee. It's just whoever's yeah. doing good that that week. You know what I mean? It's tough. It's tough to have a running back that a committee running back because you never know if this week is the week that they just decide to go off or if it's the other player that starts getting all the touches or the red zone touches. I think the only committee running back that you can actually count on is Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But good point. You know, the Bills Bills offense didn't really need another <laughs> running back. So I don't think it I don't think it matters too much. But I mean good for him. He you know, he went from the fucking shit cold to a great team at Buffalo, so. Fact. Well, how do you feel, Jason? Because you have Raheem Mostert, and he was looking like a solid, you know, solid dude for a while there. They just also picked up Jeff Wilson. Do you think that's going to make you want to sit Mostert, or are you going to play him, or where are you at there? Mostert has immediately moved to a bench spot for now. Like when I have a bye week at this point, with uh, the latest addition to my running back core. But I'm not too worried about – I'm not too worried about it anyways, Jeff Wilson going. Because, I mean, Chase Edmonds is there, and he wasn't doing too much. Raheem is very much the starter. It's not uh, – I don't think it's an up-for-grab spot at this point. No, they played together in San Francisco. And Moster, I think, when he was healthy, and that was not all the time, he usually – was the starter over Wilson. Yeah. He's a good player. I, I can understand fantasy not being so sure on him, but like talent wise, like in real football, that guy's pretty good. Yeah. When he gets, when he gets a, uh, even like a small block in the right direction, he can turn it into a decent game majority of the time. Well, freak man, how are you feeling about Chase Claypool now that uh, he just moved over to the bears? I feel like he went from a shit team to a slightly less shit team. And I was hoping, you know, I, I I think he might have a little trade value for me. I don't know if I'm ever going to play him, bar an injury. We'll see. But if you want him, he's up for grabs. There you go. Can you imagine if he would have ended up with the Packers? Well, this is what should have happened. The Packers didn't make a move. Maybe Aaron Rodgers' last season. And there's a wide receiver on the Houston Texans, Oregon State alum, one of the fastest – Guys in the league, still insanely talented. Best wide receiver in college football. 
his last year there. Um, don't need to go into that, though. His name is Brandon Cooks, and he should have been either with the Chiefs, the Packers, or the Rams. And it should have been the Packers. I'm like, I'm going to have a great – like, Aaron Rodgers and Brandon Cooks, that would have been great for me. That's a solid wide receiver, too, right there. And for whatever reason, didn't happen. He's And now he's with Houston still, and he was a healthy scratch tonight because he wasn't happy he didn't get moved. So that's my big takeaway for um, the trade, like the real-life trades or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Well, then let's cover some fantasy trades because Jason, the bad beat Bears, keeps making moves. He picked up Dalvin Cook last week. This week, who does he pick up? Patrick Mahomes. You got to feel good yeah. right now. I'm. I mean, I'm just trying to get better. You know, I know the season might not be uh, looking up for me at this point. I think ESPN says I have like an eight percent chance to make the playoffs. Which I mean, I'm not really that far behind. Two or three wins in the right direction. Two or three losses for some other people. Yeah, and I'm right back, right back into it. Especially with the points four, I'm not. Uh, I'm not very far off. I'm. I'm. What like fifth, maybe something like that. One, two, three. One, two, six, one or two points. I'm, I mean, I'm right there. So I just got to keep keep pushing forward, getting the bad juju off me, and, uh, you know, just doing what we can, trying to make the team better. Mondo I'm very excited. Kyler, Mondo got Kyler Murray and Taysom Hill. Uh, Freakman, what do you think about this trade? Well, speaking of someone who – Stabbed Taysom Hill and actually played him, like I'd probably like to say, when he put up one point before his monster week. <laughs> I like it for Jason more. Um, I mean, Kyle Murray, though, I guess it's preference. I I think most people say Patrick Mahomes is a better fantasy quarterback than Kyler Murray, but Mono could be in the position now. He's just like, I need to make something happen. And Kyler can have those games where he runs around for 120 yards and two TDs. And maybe he's just higher on him personally. He's just like, and you know what? I'm plugging Taysom Hill in there right at tight end. And I'm going to, you know, we're going all or nothing here. So I I get it. I voted to uphold like I usually do. And, uh, but I would lean, I guess it's a fair trade. But I, if, if it was me, I'd want to be the bad beat spares on that end of who got what. It's, I mean, Patrick Mahomes right now is QB5, Kyler Murray's QB6. So we're talking just a, an incremental jump there. I mean, I, Mahomes has the Chiefs, obviously a much better offense. He's got the star factor, the name. Kyler's got his legs. So I think it could definitely be a toss-up. Taysom Hill, I feel like he's a dart throw, a tight end. but He's tight end three <laughs> right now in points. I know he had that big monster week, but the dude, he's either running touchdowns or throwing touchdowns. He catches some, but I mean – He's basically a quarterback, running back, tight end combo. He does all of it. And they I don't know if you guys saw today, Mike uh Michael Thomas is out for the rest of the year. He's gonna have season ending injury. Really? So I yep. mean they're gonna need someone to throw the ball or throw the ball too. And Taysom Hill or run it even. And if Kamara's not putting up three touchdowns, Taysom Hill's getting one of them. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah, Rashad Bateman's out for the rest of the year too. Which is good for me, even though I'll probably not play Devin Duvernay all that often. Just he's one of the remaining wide receivers that actually has some good, uh, I mean, I know they signed, who they signed? Deshaun Watson? Or not Deshaun Watson, what am I saying? Um, Deshaun Jackson? Yep. But he's like 50 years old, so we'll see what he has left. Well, speaking of trades, um, do you guys remember? I don't know if you do. You probably do. I traded uh, Travis Etienne to Josh for Keenan <laughs> Allen. Keenan Allen's still hurt. He's not playing. Uh, and all of a sudden, the Jags traded their other running back away. And here we are with Etienne putting up back-to-back weeks of 114 yards and a touchdown, 156 yards and a touchdown. And that one kind of hurts me a little bit. This might be like whatever the a week eighteen pod when we look back, be like, man, remember when he did that 
Travis Etienne trade and Josh repeated. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> and I, I'm over here. I'm in the desert, and all I need is a drink of just a running back, whatever it is. I just need a running back, and I trade him away because he's in a timeshare, and he's not what I need. And then all of a sudden, oops, not in a timeshare anymore. Hey, Josh, let me just run all over for you. <laughs> getting rid of Keenan Allen for me and getting A.J. Brown in that trade with Josh way earlier in the season was the best thing ever, and then you got a hold of him. And I feel so sorry for you. I feel sorry for Josh for having him at any point, too. It, I mean, he has just been a massive, massive disappointment at wide receiver yeah. for everybody involved. You know, we talk about it, and we talk about it every year, and here we are again. But is is Josh's trade thing kind of still working out? Because no. he has six trades no. so far this year, and he's six and two. Well, he trades with his brother, which there's a lot to be I was going to say, the only, one, of those, one of those trades was to his brother where he got Cooper Cup, which to me was – it is what it is, is what I'll say about it. But, uh, I mean, he immediately had wide receiver – one wide receiver, two in the league, just immediately with that trade. So I don't remember who he gave up in that trade, but it definitely wasn't Cooper Cup value. No, it, it was, was Miles, Miles Sanders, Sanders and, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I mean, I don't even know what he's doing these days. Is he still even playing football in the NFL? <laughs> Not Miles well Sanders is having a decent, a decent season. I can't, I can't uh, fault him on that one, but Clyde, man. Trading two running backs, too, for the number one wide receiver at the time, number two, just seemed a little wild to me. That's I feel like if you're, if you're making trades, you got to get something to replace what you're trading. Like, even, even the trade with Josh and I, where he got Brian Robinson and Mike Evans for Dalvin Cook, I mean, at least he got a replacement running back for Dalvin Cook. But he didn't even need a wide receiver as far as I was concerned. But he sent that trade to me. I didn't send that trade to him. So, I mean, I had, I jumped all over it when I thought I was like, yeah, immediately. <laughs> but, I, I mean, you know, he is 6-2, which is fucking surprising. I did not tell me. It's a revolving uh, player all over the place. And so, for him to win six games while trading pieces, like almost once a week, is wild to me. I mean, it's working. He won. He won the league last year, and he's six and two, and he's got a two-game lead on the East right now. It's, and that's a decent. I don't know. Is he going to get caught? Do you want to move into standings? Yes, move into standings. I do want to touch real quick because I was curious, Josh. I mean, and it makes sense because he did win last year. But I mean, his all-time record. Is twenty three and seventeen. Add in the six and two. He's twenty nine and nineteen. He's got a good all time record. You can't even really argue that he's ever been bad. No, we did in the podcast at the beginning of the year where we decided who was the most dominant teams in the league. It was you one, and then it was him or Cole two or three. I think we might have said Josh was two because he came in third in year one. Yeah, and Cole's so, never Cole's never won a shit, but Josh has. Rings, Ernie. Um, it's hey, these are the top two guys in each division right now. The top two guys in the league. I think, I think it's going to be an entertaining and spicy end to the year. I do too. I do too. I do I think too. It's not. I don't think it's as set as we have maybe presented it to be. I think. I mean, Jason. I think your team. Could not only play spoiler, you know, I don't think you're even just here to spoil things for people. I think there's a, a very real scenario where you go on an absolute tear and squeak into like maybe a fourth a fourth place spot. I mean that I wouldn't hate that, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean a it's, lot of things change too though. I mean, like look at Lamar's team. Lamar's team had like two two or three of the top five running backs and then all of a sudden, um, you know, Patterson's out. Fucking uh, Robinson was hurt. Gibson was hurt for a little bit. Now Jamar Chase is out. I mean, you know, you never know what's going to happen week to week. You, you got one dude going off, and then all of a sudden he's done for the year. And, you know, 
So we, you know, we just keep our head down, keep pushing on, keep trying to fight these bad beats off. Lamar, I do think Lamar's feeling it probably. Lamar's team is probably hurting him a little bit because he was he was looking real good. Yeah, he's on a on a two loss streak currently, and who's he playing this week? You got he plays Nick. Nick, he's probably. He's probably gonna carry that loss, that loss streak in the three weeks. Sorry, Lamar, if you look. Um, yeah, Miles Sanders already has sixty-seven in a TD for Nick. Damn. No, I do uh, think in the East, though. I don't. Honestly, I don't think. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if Josh holds on to that that first place. I think as much as it, I hate to say this because this person drives me absolutely nuts. Uh, but I think Dylan's team might uh, might make a run for it. I don't think anyone else in that division is going to fight either one of them for the top two spots in that division, though. No, I feel this, the same exact way. I was going to come on here and say I think Dylan's making the playoffs. I don't know if it's through winning the division, but I like that team, and I think he's in. ESPN kind of agrees too. Man, he's at fifty six percent chance. Mono's at twenty nine, but they both have the same record. I think it's Josh and Dylan with Josh probably winning the division, but Dylan, I think he has a shot. I think I think there's going to be two from each divisions getting in. It's not going to be a three and one. Well, funny enough, uh, Dylan and Josh actually play each other this week, and I know projections don't always work out. Um, but Dylan is projected to win 103.3 to 103.1. So, Woo! I mean, we'll, we'll get a good, we'll get a good, uh, look if you can see. Cause that's, that's a big five and four to six and three. It's, that's only one game, one game off of taking that spot away or, or at least time for yeah. it. So, I mean. And we're, I mean, we're a, coming down. We have time, but we're coming down to the wire, including this week when we got six games left in this regular season. So it's, you know, coming to uh, to make up some games, you definitely have to count on some losses from above you and win out. Yeah. Yeah, that Josh and Dylan game, though, that's the one I'm really looking at this week. And then, Jason, you're playing Cole, right? I am playing Cole. I'd yeah, like to get my revenge win that I should have got. You gonna play spoiler against the eight and zero? This is if the wins, first. The, the first L. Streak. The longest win streak in the league history is on the line right now. He's tied it. His own record. <laughs> uh, the the fun thing about this matchup for me is that his quarterback. I have two receiver. Well, receiver tied in. That his quarterback can throw to, so if he's throwing touchdowns, chances are it's to one of those two. So I'm getting a little more points out of it. And then on the flip side of that, if this trade goes through, like I think it will before our game starts next week, I'll have the quarterback throwing to his tight end, who's usually scoring touchdowns. So I'll be getting some points there while he's getting points. I mean, his really good running back in Damian Pierce is playing against his defense right now, who's not holding up super well against the fucking Houston Texans somehow. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not out of the question. I'm down about 10 points right now, but it's not, I mean, it's far from over. It's very far from over. So it would be very nice to get that redemption win that I, uh, deserved in week one, but you know, it's okay. You know, we're getting rid of the bad juju. I'm not holding on to anything. I'm not, I'm not bitter. You know, we're just you guys. We're just putting our head down, grinding. You smell that? Cause I smell an upset, baby. <laughs> you know what else I want to smell? I want to smell a shot bet or a drink bet. It doesn't have to be a shot bet. Betwixt Cole and I. Yep. All right, Cole. I'll I mean, throw one your way. How about four shots? Four shots to the loser this week. Fucking at me in the group chat. Don't hide. Don't you know? I don't want to text separate from the group chat. You put that <laughs> shit in writing where everybody can read it. Let's go. Four shots, baby. Come at me. Four shots. I want a video. The, the upset. Yeah, I was on uh, record 
last week saying if Cole beat me, I was going to root for him to win out um, just to see it happen. But, hey, I flipped sides already because, you know, I love <laughs> I, lo- I love a good upset. I really do. I love a spoiler. Team chaos, a man. Spoiler. And maybe it'll come down to a close game, you know, and uh, we do have some current league records in close games. Five points or less kind of spread. Anything that stand out to you, Freakman? Uh, yeah, so I, I went back and uh, looked at the league so far this year and what your record is in in games five points or less, like Nate just said. And it, I was not surprised to see Jason being one and two, being involved in three of them. Um, that just did not surprise me. Um, and I, I mean, even our game was like six points. So, I mean, I'm yeah, like, right there. I know. I was, I was I'm like, I should extend this out a bit, like maybe to six or seven. But I might do this again in a couple of weeks, and we'll see. Uh, Nick being two and one, that did surprise me. And uh, that's – and then the only other thing that surprised me is me and Mondo hadn't been in any. So other than that, nothing too crazy. Isaac one and two. That sucks for him too. You know, close losses, they sting in fantasy football. Yeah, they hurt. Well – I can tell you that much. Who are you guys? We talked about the Jason and Cole matchup. We kind of touched on the Lamar and Nick matchup. Is there anything else you guys are excited to watch this week? Uh, Yeah. Josh and Dylan for the division. Jason and Cole for the shots and upset. And you... As and Mondo, who both really need this win. You guys both really need this win. You think must win for both of us? I'm not going to say must win for Mondo yet because four and five you can definitely come back from. But I think just with the state of his team, it's there's not a whole lot of room. It's basically a must win. Yeah, there's six games left. So, you know. You usually have to go to make the playoffs at least like one game over 500 um, in this league. And yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to go five and two after for the remaining of the way if he loses this week. So yeah, it could be a must win. And for you, I think it's definitely a must win. Yeah, it's a must win. This is, I mean, the projections are within a point too. So that'll be a, a fun matchup to watch. Probably not yeah, high scoring. Not a high time. projection. <laughs> not a high <laughs> projection whatsoever. 84.2 <laughs> to 83.6. Wait. I don't think anyone will touch Josh's like 40 points though. That's gonna be that's that's gonna be a season low. <laughs> yeah, I don't I th- I and when someone scored fifty nine a couple weeks ago, I'm like, nobody's getting lower than that. And he's like, nah. And that record was crushed. Crushed. Was- hey, something I was wondering too just super randomly you guys i think i think it was josh that was on like the first podcast of the of the year this year and you guys said an over under and and bet something on it if i'm not mistaken at like 12 wins is that right is that correct does that sound or correct we're gonna have i could have swore you guys put in... these pods go back together and, and we one. we may or may not have a couple beverages while we do the pods, and that might be hard to remember certain things. So we're going to have to go back and fact check, but I'm certain that there's been multiple over-under sets, so yes. Might have been a trade over-under. <laughs> Josh and on the over every day, yeah. 10 times a day for the rest of my life, over, over, over. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like the best person. If you really need to make a trade and you got someone to spare, like you can throw together a trade, and Josh, Josh will get interested. If he doesn't like the trade you sent him, he will send you a counter offer. Some people you send them a or, trade in this league, and they're like just flat no. But he's like, why don't we try this instead? Then you can wheel and deal. Usually, or else, or unless he screenshots your trade and puts it in the group chat. And, <laughs> it for it. and I just want to say, I got a decent phone plan. Like I got a few gigs of storage on my phone. If I screenshotted all the bad trades that he sent me over the years, I don't have enough memory to to send him the group chat to you. And this asshole comes out and says, I'm not even going to climb it. I'm just going to sit there like he's some hard as fuck fantasy football player, six and two, top of the table, talking down to me. Guess what? 
That crown's heavy, partner. It's heavy. And the peasants are fucking coming. <laughs> he yeah, told me yeah. at the beginning. He told me at the beginning of the season that there was a lot of pressure on me because I've only been having four wins, and I told him that's not not the case at all. The pressure's all on him. He just won his champion, and now he's got to prove that it was not a fluke. Me, I got to hit five wins, and I'm doing better than last year. You know, I'm on the up and up at that point. So I still I still stand behind that. The pressure is all on Josh. He is a nice six and two. Will it stand? You know, that's yet to be seen. But uh, his wide receiver core is looking like they could carry him places. So no, I guess we'll find out. For sure. You're playing with the house's money. You got a good team now. House's money. Whatever happens, happens. Him? We'll see. We'll see how you do up there, partner. I'll tell you what. I was worried at the beginning of this year that relegation was in my future. Um, <laughs> looking, looking at it now, I don't think I'll be the one in that spot being worried about relegation anymore, even I if it's something hear, that, that does happen. I, yeah, we uh, want to hear it. I want to hear it. Who's your bottom who's, two? Who, who's getting relegated? My bottom two? Your bottom or, two at the or, end of the year. What, and bottom at two the fu- the playing through the regulation, or just you just want the bottom two? I just want your bottom two end of year. Right. Who's the bottom of this league? And you can so if you first, can you can pick one who's the who's at the bottom, but I want your bottom two. First is this hurts to say because I like him a lot. I like him more than I like my own brother at times because Dylan bitches more about me <laughs> bitching about my team than I actually <laughs> bitch about my team. Um but uh Isaac, I think Isaac's gonna be one of the bottom two. He's been having a rough year with uh um Jonathan Taylor not doing anything. He only has one or two good players that go off at a time. He never really has like a big group effort. And then next, it's either, I don't know. See, it's either going to be between Nick or between Lamar. Lamar deals with a lot of injuries. I Nate, I don't think you end up bottom two. I think I think you end up like seven. Um, <laughs> never thought I'd hard fast, that. Hard fast. I'm going. I think. I think I think those two are the bottom um bottom of the league at the end of the year. Oh, well is anybody interested in hearing mine? I think I got a a well thought out spicy. I got Nick in the bottom and I got Nate Dog. Bottom. <laughs> Baby number nine. Baby number nine, but bottom two. Love bottom to two on me. Love to shit no, on no, me. No 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 no. <laughs> we both started before the teams. Before we played a game this year, I think before the draft, you projected me as the bottom, and I think I counted you were the bottom as well. Well, 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 the turntables. Well, 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 the turntables. Look, look at this. We'll see. We'll see. It's must win for me this week. <laughs> if I lose this week, maybe I'll acquiesce and and I'll I'll take a little. I'll take a not a little, a very large L. But I'll tell you what. Week eleven, I play freak man, freak man. And that is going to be a win for me. I'm calling a win week eleven. I'm already looking ahead to week eleven. I always said I'd take it one game at a time. Not this not this time. Week eleven, freak man, you take it out. I'm always down to get down. See you there. And that's a uh T D we record this on Thursday nights, and that's a T D for Let's go, baby. I've been holding that one in for just a minute. Uh <laughs> I know Jalen Hurts gets the point out of that too, but A.J. Brown gets more, so I'm happy. More points, more points for A.J. Brown, baby. I mean, 57 in a TD right now is not a bad place for you. I could have used a field goal personally, but I guess I'll <laughs> let that one go. Hey, next week I'm coming back. I'm coming with some data on kickers and the correlation between your kicker score and your wins. You should, because uh, based, what, based on what week. I just based on what I just listed, it's a <laughs> Fucking nightmare. All right. Let's get away from Nate. nightmares and get into – oh, what? Uh, I was going to say, I think that if uh, Nick wins against Lamar this week and you win against Mondo, that will really solidify the Isaac-Nick pick for me as far as uh, bottom two. Fair enough. Yeah, I can accept that. We'll yep. see how all this uh, starts to shake out. Well, let's move on to everyone's favorite part of the show and jason it's your uh first time here i gotta give you the opening 
shot here. Pick your pick. You want to start with a scrub or a savage? Pick your pleasure and then let us know who it is and why. I will start with the scrub daddy of the week. Um, we are not sponsored by scrub daddy here at the scrub and savages podcast, but we should be. I hear they make a great sponge. I've never used it, but you know, that's because they don't give it to you for free. Um, <laughs> we'll start with the scrub here and. You know, I was looking at looking at all the matchups this week, wondering, do I pick someone who lost by 70? Do I pick someone, you know, who, you know, just scored the lowest points? And I, I got to go with Mondo. I know I, I know I beat him pretty badly. I could have beat him with probably half as many points as I had. But Mondo's team, going down the line, he had two people score above 10 points. And they didn't score very much above 10 <laughs> points at all. His, Daniel Jones had no touchdowns. Najee Harris had 32 yards. Uh, Chris Olav, Olave had 50 yards. Tyler Boyd scored a touchdown and didn't break 10, 10 fantasy <laughs> points. Uh, he had Pittsburgh's <laughs> tight end, Firemuth. I don't know why he has so many of Pittsburgh's players. They are not a great football team in general. Buffalo defense against Green Bay, putting up a solid four points, which is just out of, you know, out of reality for me. I, I can't even believe that that happened. So for my scrub of the week, I am going with Mondo's season is done. Sorry, buddy. I, I'm going to, I'm going to join you on that. Here's why I'm going to join you on that. And we've, we've touched on this a little bit, but Najee Harris drafted ninth overall by Armando has not scored 11 fantasy points in a game this year. He has scored, he has scored less than 11 every single week. And not only that, he has scored less than 10 in all, but two weeks. He has a, a 10.9 in week six, a 10.1 in week three, everything else. Eight, eight, seven, three, eight, five, this is for his number nine overall draft pick. So you have the number nine overall pick, who's an absolute dud, worst pick of the draft. Well, at least worst pick of the first round. Cam Akers might be worse. Uh, <laughs> you put up the week low. It's the lowest score of the week. And not only that, but somehow you motivate the bad beat Bears at one and six to put up 141 points. Yeah, I, I'm I'm down with the Armando scrub of the week. I got to say at this point, too, I'm amazed that Najee Harris is still in his starting lineup. I think he benched him for once. How, for how bad he's been, I can't believe that eight weeks into the season, he is still starting. Like, he would have, he'd be sitting on my bench having to prove something. He, he's got to have a good game for me before he gets put back in. But, you know, that's uh scrub tendencies right there, so Yeah. <laughs> he was uh he was on Armando's bench the week he put up ten point nine, which is his highest score of the year. That hurts so much. Well, I will uh I think I'll put the final nail in this coffin and throw a little dirt on it too. You guys pretty good three or four minutes here, I think I'm Talk about Mondo's scrub of the week. I guess I'll just add, hey, you've never made the playoffs and you probably aren't going to make it again this year. Sorry, partner. Oh! <laughs> scrub, 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 Let's move on. The highlight. I think I know where I'm going to go with it on this one. I did. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lay it up to uh, Jay God or die. Who do you got for your AKA savage? Jay got suspended. Jay got suspended, <laughs> a.k.a. Four Winds Max, a.k.a. Alaskan Shipbox, a.k.a. Winner of 2022. <laughs> yeah. Who do you got for your savage last week? So this one, uh, I'm not going to lie. Coming into today, knowing I was going to be on the pod, I was looking it over the last few days, and I, I really wanted to give it to someone that was going to hurt my soul in Dylan because Dylan had just an absolutely amazing week, but I got to give it to someone who doesn't often get it, even though his team is quite savage 
literally. And I got to go with Cole, Kareem Pies. He almost lost the league high to Dylan. I think he put up like 153 earlier this year. Um, and Dylan almost took that from him. But Cole coming back with a point two six higher than Dylan. I mean, that's savage, you know? He said he he said to Dylan, he looked him straight in the face and said, "You're gonna you're gonna take the highest points of the year from me." I don't think so, bud. I'll, I'll take that right back. It's you know, I'm sorry, Connor. I know you had to play him this week, but I I got to go with uh, Kareem Pius. Cole, love you, buddy. I'm right there with you, and I you know I kind of figured that was the direction we were gonna go. It feels right. That's your boy, and here he is. You know, he's been talking about it. He's been wanting it. And he is the savage, in my opinion, of last week. And, I mean, you know, the numbers speak for themselves. It's a monster week. And for this year, he's put up 965 fantasy points. You know who's in second place? Josh with 801. He has 164 more fantasy points than the second place team. And the gap only gets wider after that. So, yeah, Cole, you're a savage. Your team is savage. You are still undefeated. Curious to see if that continues this week. But right now, Savage goes to you. Freakman, what do you think? Well, this one was – this is probably, like, the toughest one I've had to pick. I had three. Jason, I was considering you. 141, statement game. Just, you know, we're back beating up on the scrub. Um, And and then Dylan and – Goal. I I liked Dylan's because the score is essentially the same. His team just across the board went off, and he Lamar put up you know a good one twelve. One twelve wins you most weeks, um, and that made him three up brought him to five hundred. And I think that's a statement game saying, "Hey, I'm here. I'm going to make the playoffs." But then Cole, he was undefeated. He's going against a guy me who was on a four game win streak. I thought I was going to come in there and. You know, maybe maybe shake the division up, but uh, I didn't. And his team went off. He's eight and zero. He's tied the longest win streak in the league. And I'm going to give him, along with you guys, the savage of the week. I'd also like to throw in there something I forgot to say. Uh, he has the Raiders kicker and Daniel Carlson, and the Raiders got shut out by the Saints, which nobody saw coming. Even one extra point from Daniel Carlson and he scores 160 like 160 in a non PPR league is unreal. So, I mean, he didn't, but he was very close. So, you know, he topped Dylan. Just Cole, a smidge. Cole, you got what you're looking for. You are the savage of the week. I think it's, it's unanimous. We all know it. Jason, before we go, floors open once again to you. Do you have, any shit to talk, anything left to say, anything to get off your chest? Do you have any sins you need to repent? What do you got? I don't, actually. I, wa- I was going to come on here, and all day I was thinking about how much shit I wanted to talk about Dylan, because every time Dylan gets on this pod, he just fucking just systematically goes team by team by team talking a whole bunch of shit. For someone who has not done anything in this league, he bitches more than anybody more than I bitch about the bad beats on my team. I listen to Dylan complain. I've heard him complain <laughs> to me about how much I complain more than I've complained to him. This <laughs> so other than that, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm changing the, uh, the vibe on my team. I'm changing the energy. We're getting rid of all this, you know, I got to wait to get on the pod to, to start winning some games and talk a bunch of shit. That's not necessarily what the pod has to be about, dude. You know, we're out here just having a good time. Just, you know, Playing fucking fantasy football. Like, I, I, you know, I'm just here to have a good time, even though I haven't been ha- having a great time the last few years. Because my <laughs> just been absolutely running themselves over. I, even like last year, I thought I had one of the best teams on paper last year with all my running backs. Receivers were great. Quarterback was great. But, you know, it just didn't work out. And, you know, sometimes you get the fastest car in the race and you fucking hit the wall at 180 miles an hour and that's it. And you know, the race is over. So we're going to get through it. We're going to have a good time doing it. Uh, go bad beat bears. 
And uh, go Vikings, baby. Go Vikings, baby. For sure. Well, maybe not for sure, but we're going to try. <laughs> Amen. Well, that is it for us. Another week. Grubs, Savages, you got Nate Dog, Freak Man, and the Bad Beat Bears. Let's All go, baby. with you. We'll catch you all next week. Later, boys. Peace. Peace.